Hey guys, it's Denver here and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today I'm going to talk about food quality and also at the same time I am practicing speaking slower. So good luck to me with that. Anyways, food quality is an important topic because a lot of the time people forget the benefits of certain foods and they just think to themselves, I have to hit this amount of calories or restrict myself to a certain amount of calories. I have to get in enough protein. So it's quite um, common these days to really just focus on your protein intake and your total calories in the goal of fat loss, which I feel is a sound foundation. However, is not really ticking all the boxes when it comes to improving your health and getting the most out of the food that we eat. Now, many, many years ago, there was something called clean eating that we all did without realizing that we did it, I guess. Uh, So I'm talking back in 2005, as an example, where I would only eat certain foods because they were deemed healthy and to some people they'd call them clean. And then your dirty foods would be like eating out, takeaway, you know, chocolate, junk food, ice cream, whatever, things like that. So we had clean food and dirty food. That's kind of how they were labeled. And essentially it just meant that as a bodybuilder, we were, I was really focusing on eating clean food to get the most out of it. And it was nutrient dense, uh, you know, it provided a lot of vitamins and minerals, micronutrients, fiber, protein, carbs, etc., fat. Um, and we kind of were just in that box of you have to eat these clean foods. So even though I tracked my macros back in 2004, 2005, I literally only ate certain foods. Uh, you know, from a, from a list of like protein-based foods, carbohydrate-based foods, fat-based foods, I stuck within those limitations uh, to get the most out of my diet. And a few other stupid things that I did as well, like having different protein sources for every meal, which was definitely unnecessary. But at the, at the same time, I was just looking to optimize my nutrition as best I could. So we went from eating clean food only as a goal to then realizing that we can be a bit more flexible with our food selection and something called if it fits your macros came about where it was kind of like yes you can eat this food if it fits your macronutrient targets for the day uh you know your protein carbohydrates and fat targets for the day which by default controls your calorie intake for the day as well so we went from eating clean only to then including some fun foods in your diet especially if you're looking to um, bulk up you know eat a lot more food without having a whole bunch of fiber and feeling bloated and stuff from eating way too much oats people was, were starting to like have ice cream and different things and track the macros and make sure it fits their calories and macros and realizing that, hey, this is something you can do. So from going from a clean eating uh, background, we slowly shifted to if it fits your macros, which then greatly shifted to uh, screw it, just eat whatever you want. As long as it hits your macros, you're fine. Uh, with the underlying foundation Um, or habit of actually eating healthy food for the most part. Now, if you are someone who just came into this space, uh, the health and fitness industry, or like looking for fat loss, etc., in that period of time where if it fits your macros was a thing, you wouldn't have had the clean eating foundation or, you know, the focus on healthy foods initially, and you would pretty much just think to yourself, I can eat whatever I want. And that's how people started to just focus on eating, you know, Pop-Tarts, and like me personally, I would have Nutella and banana bread, things like that. Uh, to show people that they can eat whatever they want to and still achieve body composition improvements, as in fat loss and more muscle gain, etc., as long as their macronutrients are you know, in, under control and as long as they're eating enough fiber each day as well, which by default encouraged people to actually eat fruits and vegetables at the same time. But you know, with that said, 
there was definitely uh, a point of extremism, I guess, where people were just eating junk as much as they could and actually like saving calories throughout the day so then they could actually just binge and still hit their macros though, right? So just have one or two big meals of random stuff, uh, fun foods basically, and uh, expect results. Moving on from there, that if it fits your macros uh, period of time, we kind of shifted more towards a flexible dieting approach where it's like, well, yes, you can eat this if it fits your macros, but we should also probably consider like an 80-20 rule where 80% of the foods that you eat are actually, you know, minimally processed and provide a good amount of vitamins and minerals. And then maybe 20% of what you eat throughout the week or throughout the day is going to be, you know, your fun foods, etc. Now, if you're someone who is on lower calories because you're a smaller person and you are, you know, definitely trying to achieve fat loss, you might have to mostly or almost only eat, you know, your healthy foods that keep you feeling fuller. However, if, however, if you're someone who is looking to um, provide enough energy to play sports or looking to gain muscle or, you know, bulk up, put on a lot of muscle or lean mass and total body weight in a shorter period of time, then you have to eat a lot more food. And that might mean you can actually get away with eating a bit more uh, fun food, a bit more junk. So we went from clean eating to if it fits your macros to then flexible dieting. And with within that scope of flexible dieting, there was definitely a period of time where there was a lot of resistance. And it took me a long time, like years, to actually convince people that, hey, like this is a good way of eating. Like this is sustainable. Uh, people can learn more about the nutrient content of different foods. They can have balance. They're not going to have a slice of pizza and feel like they've screwed up their whole diet and then go and binge. They can actually track that into their f macros for the day and, uh, you know, control that, have a controlled amount of uh, fun food, I guess, over the week and still get great results and still also prioritize their health as an important factor as well. So now I would say that flexible dieting is mainstream. Everybody is doing it. Clean eating is a thing of the past. If it fits your macros is not really something that um, I see too often on social media anymore, which is, I would say, the main gateway of like um, advertising really and building trends. It's all through social media these days. So things have definitely changed for the better. Uh, and I think we're in a good middle ground now where it's a combination of eating clean and being flexible, so if you fit your macros, kind of put together with the general way of uh, eating these days with the flexible dieting approach. But what I want to talk about in regards to food quality is understanding that certain foods actually provide more value than just you know your macronutrients, just your protein, carbs, and fats. And people tend to forget that at times, and they just still focus on tracking their protein and total calories, and they miss out on the benefits of other certain foods. So to, to uh, kind of get started, what I want to uh, quickly run over is, I guess, what food provides us. Uh, there's different, many different aspects of what food uh, does for us on a uh, you know day-to-day -day basis for a you know just a human being in so many different ways. So obviously, first and foremost, we've got you know nutrients that is provided through food. So we've got your protein, your carbohydrates, your fat, and then we've got your vitamins and minerals as well. Uh, and also fiber, which is, you know, a type of carbohydrate that provides, uh, does a lot for the body basically to uh, provide good or, you know, encourage good health. So we've got our nutrients from food. Uh, within that, we also have energy from food, right? So we have calories from food that gives us energy. 
Um, in addition, we also have to consider, I guess, um, the hormonal effects of certain foods or how your body responds to certain foods as well and how you, you could potentially improve you know, your general hormone balance through eating certain foods. You could um, improve your digestion through eating certain foods for certain individuals. Some people you know, are lactose intolerant, for example, or gluten intolerant or whatever it might be. You have to really learn your body and understand how your body responds to certain things and ensure that you're eating the appropriate foods to, I guess, feel good every day, perform good every day, and uh, lean more towards your goals, whether it's muscle gain or fat loss or just really good energy on a day-to-day basis. Uh, we also have to think about food as um, a satiety factor, I guess. So like feeling full and content on a day-to-day basis. So uh, certain foods will provide more fullness and make you feel fed, I guess, and not put you in a position where you actually end up eating a lot more calories because uh, you're constantly hungry and then put you in an energy surplus when you're looking to drop body fat. So what I mean by that is, for example, if you were to have like a chicken breast with uh, sweet potato and vegetables and some kind of like spices or sauce or whatever, uh, that would be a quite a filling meal, which contains protein, carbohydrates, fiber, etc., and a, a large amount of food volume. If you just had a protein shake and maybe uh, some rice cakes and jam or, you know, worse, maybe some Tim Tams or like chocolate biscuits or something, and the calories were equal, one of those meals is going to provide more satiety and more fullness and give you a little bit more um, a sense of like satisfaction, I guess, uh, in regards to fullness and nutrient or calorie intake control compared to the other one, which will just digest a little bit quicker, be a lot smaller and not give you that fed feeling, uh, even though the energy intake is the same. So that's something to consider as well with when it comes to foods. Uh, and also, I guess like certain foods can promote body composition change, uh, fluid balance as well, changes, so shifts in your fluid balance. So, you know, some foods could make you retain fluid. Uh, some foods can help you to remove fluid or you know some foods could be like have a laxative effect or anything like that so you know there's so many different aspects of food in general that we should think about not just hey hit your protein and hey hit your calories that's all that matters and it's kind of funny and the reason why I kind of think about this topic is because people or some of my clients actually this is actually not what I was going to say but it just came to my mind sometimes my clients will say to me like hey on this meal plan that you've given me like uh, I just don't want to eat this food, this food, and this food. Um, give me something else. And that's totally fine, but they don't understand the reasons why those foods were provided. So like maybe a particular food will give you a good amount of a particular nutrient or vitamin or mineral that you're not really getting in your diet. For example, some people uh, might have like low calcium intake in general. So having some Greek yogurt can assist with that or any other type of food you know, similar to that. Uh, a lot of my clients, I'll give them, you know, basic vegetables like spinach and carrot and tomato and things like that. And then obviously your mixed vegetables, broccoli, corn, whatever, like, right. There's always, there's all different types of foods that I provide and they all have a purpose because they all give a unique benefit. And that is quite important because what I was going to initially say is that a lot of people on Instagram lately will tag me in photos of their coconut water that they're drinking because coconut water can help to rehydrate you but also improve your electrolyte balance and could for some people be a bit of a hangover cure as well. So I've promoted the fact that coconut water could potentially uh, improve your fluid balance so reduce you know fluid retention and stuff like that 
uh, after having a meal out, which is high in sodium, um, or after being dehydrated from, you know, a big weekend or something like that, right? So people are very uh, strong on drinking coconut water and they associate that with, okay, well, I've just had a whole bunch of salt or, you know, alcohol or whatever, and I'm going to bring up my potassium levels now to balance things out and help to shift that fluid weight, uh, you know, excrete some fluid weight basically, and uh, normalize the electrolyte balance. People don't even really know what coconut water does unless, you know, I'm talking about it on Instagram and trying to explain what the benefits are. And then all of a sudden it becomes a trend. And at the same time, people don't understand the benefits of other foods as well and the nutrients that are provided in other foods and, you know, why eating carrot might be more beneficial than having, you know, a lolly or something like that. Or even having dried fruit could be more beneficial than having like lollies or, you know, something basic like that, which are both carbohydrates, but one provides vitamins and minerals and one doesn't. Uh, In saying that, uh, something I touched on recently on my Instagram story as well is the fact that sometimes we just want fast acting carbohydrates, for example. So sometimes having Gatorade or having like, you know, sugar or lollies or whatever, like a sports drink or like fruit juice or whatever might be beneficial for us in that period of time because we need energy faster. Like if somebody um, was hypoglycemic right now and they were like pale and they wanted to throw up and they're sweating and they're uncomfortable, having some fast acting glucose and some sugar basically can get them to a normal state pretty quickly. If you have them eating a bunch of like broccoli, that's not going to do a damn thing. Uh, Much like, you know, oats or sweet potato, which also digest a lot slower. uh, It's not going to be the same. So, you know, sometimes we need certain nutrients at certain times. But overall, I think a focus on food quality needs to come back a bit more. When I write nutrition plans for my clients, there was a period of time many years ago where I would try my best to include some fun foods in their meal plan day to day, whether it's putting Nutella in like Greek yogurt or, um, you know, having, I don't know, like ice cream, a little bit of ice cream later in the evening or having even like at this point right now, I give some of my clients uh, crumpets with jam, uh, you know, before they work out, which provides carbohydrates, a little hit of sodium as well and is a great and digest quite well for most people. So, you know, even though, Years ago, there was a period of time where I would really try to focus on having fun foods in the meal plan. Uh, I definitely shifted over the last two to three years now towards more focusing on eating towards good health and selecting foods for clients, which will actually provide uh, as many benefits as possible outside of just calorie control and getting in the right macros, right? So even though I could give somebody... um, you know, like lamingtons, right? Or something else like sponge cake, which is just mostly carbohydrate. I'd rather give them something with vitamins and minerals, right? So your potatoes or your rice or your whatever, like, you know, certain foods like that, whole grains, things like that, which provide more benefits. And also thinking about uh, potassium intake, sodium intake, uh, fiber intake, and just vitamins and minerals as a whole uh, across the day. And also supplementing, if necessary, if anything is missing across the meal plan as well. So I think it's important to really think about that because, you know, from a society perspective, uh, people tend to think that certain foods are bad for them. And if you were to put in like a so-called bad food in a meal plan, there might be some resistance from a client to actually eat that because they're like, what, my 
my coach is telling me to eat like lollies like that's not healthy you know what I mean so I realized that a long time ago and I was like you know what if somebody needs some glucose or whatever like maybe I'll focus on having um, you know fresh fruit juice or like dried fruits or other foods that actually provide more nutrients in that period of time if I can to get the most out of it and also to uh, have them feeling like they're getting uh, you know the best bang for their buck for each calorie that they consume right so that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about really it's just a matter of like I guess focusing on food quality a bit more in general I've said this for many years now your macronutrient intake is more important than your food quality if your focus is fat loss right and body composition improvements however uh, the difference between you know importance between macronutrient intake and food quality is very slim it's not a huge difference right so we want to eat towards good health so yes your macros are more important but food quality is very much important as well right after that it's not like it's like macros matter nothing else matters do whatever you want like you will have some nutrient deficiencies most likely if that is your um, approach and that's not going to be ideal in the long term for your health right so thinking about food quality a bit more when it comes to being flexible, tracking your macros, and choosing foods which actually provide you more nutrients is probably something I would recommend for you know anyone that's listening right now. It gives you an opportunity to learn the vitamin and mineral content of certain foods. You know, a lot of people didn't know coconut water was very, very high in potassium, but a lot of people know that now, right? So when you do eat certain foods, it might help to actually just, you know, jump on Google and just search the food up and you can read the nutrient facts about that food and realize that, you know, spinach has this or, you know, tomatoes provides this, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe you'll have a more, uh, a better range of foods coming into your diet day to day with better purpose as well and better understanding of why these foods actually provide benefits. And, you know, you can improve your fluid balance. You can improve your energy. Uh, you can improve your digest digestion as well and you know overall that's going to put you in a better place and you're going to be eating with purpose so i guess the main focus when it comes to food quality is just to maximize the positive outcomes from food uh, and understand the benefits associated with that but then also not feel like you have to be limited to only certain foods every day we're not going back to clean eating but at the same time we're not trying to uh take the other extreme and just think if it fits your macros eat that it doesn't matter finding a middle ground um, thinking about your goals thinking about the benefits of certain foods can go a very long way I know for myself sometimes I need to get more fat in my diet and I think to myself well you know I could just have like Nutella or chocolate or something like that because there's carbohydrates available in my diet too that I haven't you know consumed yet I could easily just have Nutella but what I'd like to do is associate certain foods with certain outcomes mentally like just you know psychologically that's what I think about so for me personally like you know I would say coconut water I think about coconut water I think about um, fluid weight loss basically getting rid of fluid retention Uh, when I think about peanut butter I think about improved libido so I think about you know better sex drive Uh, basically essentially that's really what I think about when I have that so if I need to have more fats in my diet, even though Nutella sounds like fun and delicious or whatever, sometimes I'll think, no, but I want to have a better sex drive. So I'm going to focus on peanut butter, which has a good amount of um, unsaturated fats and potentially could be deemed as a healthier food item with more ben- benefits than eating Nutella. So 
uh, you know, I'll lean towards that. I'll lean towards having uh, olive oil or, you know, almonds or eggs or something like that, which provide more nutrients, more benefits. And I'm thinking about, or, or basically I associate these certain foods with certain outcomes. And that actually puts me in a better position to choose those foods instead. So, you know, every day, like this morning, I had had to have something really fast. So I just had two scoops of protein powder with a banana and berries. And in my head, I was like, cool, I've got my protein, I've got my carbohydrates, but I've also got fiber there. And I've also got some antioxidants there. And I've also got some potassium there as well, different various vitamins and minerals. That's a decent start to the day. My meal after that was a little bit more complete and contained a lot of fat as well. Um, but that's eating with purpose and that's eating more, more than just for the fact of, Hey, I want to lose body fat. I'll just eat whatever and track my calories. Uh, or, you know, I want to have fun food. I'll just starve myself all day and then eat this food that I really like. It's actually eating with more purpose. Um, and I think you're going to get a lot more out of it. So this is just an idea, something to think about next time you go to track your food, which is probably going to going to be today or tomorrow. Think about the, uh, the many aspects of food in general and uh, how it can actually positively or negatively affect your body um, or like how you look or how you feel and make decisions that actually improve things on a day-to-day basis so you can get the most out of your diet uh, in more ways than just um, happiness around how good food tastes or um, you know the end goal of just fat loss or muscle gain. And that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, you can go to my Instagram, I guess, and hit me up there, and I will speak to you guys soon.